The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello. Welcome back to the show. That's how I answer my phone. You do? Hello. Hello. You know what my favorite thing is, is when, because we have caller ID now on all of our phones. Oh. Have you heard? Oh. And people still question, they like, hello? Like they, they answer the phone like they don't know who's calling. Yeah. Does that ever happen to you? Yeah, but sometimes my phone is funny and weird. And, and doesn't, it doesn't pick it up. It's like, I think it's just the millennial like attitude of like, it's not really, I don't know who this is. It's the question of like, why are you calling me? But I, Stephanie Simbari, appreciate a phone call. Same. What about you? I, Elizabeth Cott, also appreciate a See? phone call. See? So let's stop acting surprised. <laughs> We're just trying to communicate, okay? Just because we can talk to text doesn't mean we don't want to hear each other's voices, guys. We're pro-communication over here, even during a retrograde. Especially, especially, especially during a retrograde. We've got an astro-focused show for you all today. Just checking in. Just checking in. Seeing what's going on. Apparently the cosmos are a flutter with energy, movement. We've got a... Solar eclipse actually happening right before this episode drops. So, and I think a 4th of July also. Wow. Well, strap in, guys, because it's going to get, it's a party up there and it's a party down here. Absolutely. So, Ambie, our dearest astro goddess, light of a human, is joining us today. We're so excited to have her back. She, I think, is the most, she's like the Steve Martin of That's So Retrograde. Is that an SNL reference? Yeah. Okay. He's been on SNL the most. I think it's like him and John Goodman. Oh my God. Top, wow. Top ones. Wow. So she's like our John Goodman, Steve Martin. Wow. That is a high praise. Which I think if you see Ambie, that's exactly where your, your head goes <laughs> every think, time. It's uh, uncanny resemblance. <laughs> uncanny resemblance. <laughs> I'm so excited for this episode because I just always feel comforted when I hear the reflection of the Astros when, as it pertains to what I've personally been going through. I'm like, okay, there's a rhyme and a reason and something is getting worked through and I've been posting different things on the internet and a lot of people have been responding to me like, I'm going through this and I'm going through that and it just feels like everyone is kind of like expanding and contracting at a very uh, high rate right now. And so, look, we're going to get some answers today. I love that. We'll yeah. do that a little bit later. Yeah. And I will say, speaking of the internet, I would love to remind everyone, July 5th through the 10th. We're off. We're off. It's a it's a tech cleanse. But I'm still going to use it for um, booking exercise classes. Yeah. Probably will have to check my email every now and again. Right. So we're just doing a social media A social cleanse. media cleanse. And okay. I've been social media intermittent uh, fasting. Okay. And I feel great about it. Great. I put a time limit as we talked about. Right. It's... It's a great thing it's to do. It's important. I And the, the less I use it, the less I care to use it even more. The less I use it, the more I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a human outside of this other thing. I just think, like, every time lately that I've been – Instagram's the only social media that I still use. I'll be like, there's nothing for me on here. It's true. <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's, it's that type of experience. So, and I wind up, like, seeing things that almost, like, I wish I didn't see. It, like, distracts me. It makes me think about things in a way that, like, I'm not super stoked on. But I do love it because I think that, you know, for that so retrograde, it is an audio medium. And then to be able to offer some sort of visual reminder of a new episode or an older episode or that type of thing, I think, you know, it's a valuable tool. I also like when people like my pictures. Right. So... You know, I'm like alone a lot. Get that dopamine hit, baby. So it's like no one's in my house telling me I'm pretty, so I need the internet to do it. 
I mean, my dog, like, like subconsciously yeah. tells me. Carlos is telling you constantly. But, but I can't hear his voice or see his comments. Yeah. So please join us July 5th through the 10th. It's going to be fun. Can't wait. I would say see you there, but the whole point is I won't see you there. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the perfect time to give love to one of our advertisers who is an advertiser because this is actually Stephanie's and myself's favorite toxin-free deodorant. So you know we've tried like every like single one and Native has just moved quickly to the top of that list. It's formulated without aluminum, parabens, and talc and it's filled with ingredients all found in nature such as coconut oil, which is an antimicrobial. Ooh. That was hard to say. Shea butter, moisturizer, and emollient, and tapioca starch, which absorbs wetness. Sorry to say. It's boba. Tapioca <laughs> starch. <laughs> I will say it's also like I don't have to reapply it. Like I put it on in the morning and I, I'm not like carrying around in my bag and touching it up. It's like staying for the whole day. It's so good. And yeah. the scents are phenomenal. My favorite one is the lavender rose. Ooh. It smells like a perfume. Like in a in a perfect, light, non-invasive sort of way. Ooh. And I'll just catch myself thinking, what is that? And then I'll go, oh, it's my deodorant. <laughs> you could just, like, dab a little behind your ears. You c- I could if for, I wanted to. Because it's like, you might sweat there over the summer. You don't you know. You never know. Which I, scent do you like? I've been using the coconut vanilla, and I'm actually super excited because I ordered the cucumber mint because I want to try, I want to mix it up a little bit. Ooh, you'll have to let me know. I will. I ordered just the same one because I liked it so much. I know. Now I want to try that one too. Can so, I Can I have that one too, Native? So Hello? head over to Native Deodorant, N-A-T-I-V-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Just learned how to spell deodorant. I was like, did there. you just spell that from memory or were you reading? <laughs> and use promo code TSR and you'll get 20% off your first purchase. Honestly, I'm just can't say enough good things about this product. Guys, it's a sweaty, sweaty summer already. It just kicked off. Get a stick. Get a stick for your friend. Get a stick for your friend's friend. Let's go. NativeDeodorant.com, promo code TSR. All right. And now I think it's just the perfect moment to just parlay right into our conversation with Ambie. It's been a minute since we've had her here. Now she's preggers. Exciting news. So cute. Can't wait to babysit. Let's say hi to Ambie Kavanaugh. Ambie's here, and we're so excited for many, many reasons. First of all, we have a very, seems like, active astrological summer ahead of us. Hopefully one that doesn't compete with last year's, where I was literally going to explode out of my skin. Hopefully it's Mm. a little bit more gentle. But the bigger, more exciting, amazing news is you have a child inside of you. Yes, I do. Oh, my God. Congratulations. Ambie is popping. I am popping, aren't I? Oh, my mm. God. Yeah, So it's you. a, can we say? Yes. It's a boy. It's a boy. Oh, my God. I'm going to start crying. So, oh. <laughs> can you believe after all these years? I can believe about. it. I feel like I, you always talked about and knew that this was going to happen for you now. Yeah. Is that like an astrological thing? You know, I think I really did feel like the stars needed to align and Mm. I needed to align. And there was, you know, when I met you guys, I was single and I'd been single for a little while Mm. and I was really, I'd done a lot of work on myself and I was ready to call in that relationship and I knew what was in my chart. The relationship lined up with my chart, getting married lined up with my chart. And then we tried to have a baby and nothing happened for a while. And, you know, we were trying out different treatments and nothing happened still. Mm. And it was getting a little bit to that kind of shit. You know, we're going to have to take things to another level, another stage. Like an IVF moment. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, are we going to have to do this? And I was prepping myself for that and literally I got pregnant fell pregnant naturally just as we're waiting to do IVF 
exactly as Jupiter was transiting Jupiter was conjunct, in other words, on top of my sun sign. Mm. And the baby is due when Jupiter will once again be almost exactly on top of my sun. The, the giver of gifts. The giver of gifts, wow. the healer and giver of gifts. It's crazy. So is that, that something up. that like, you know, is easy to look for in someone's chart? Or like, what are the markers of like yeah. that type of experience? You know, when you're looking at sort of like a big life-changing event, like getting married, a big a big work thing happening, a real change in your identity, becoming a parent. And I think getting married and becoming a parent and like big changes in your identity, mm-hmm. you look at what's happening to the sun sign because mm. the sun sign is the essence of who you are. Okay. You also look at what's happening to the rising sign, the ascendant. And if that's being triggered by certain transits like Jupiter or Pluto or the eclipses, except which we're, you know, we're going to be talking a lot about. And if that's happening... That, along with other things that are happening in their chart, can show you here is the potential for this to happen. So mm. I knew in my heart, even though I was a bit scared that, you know, oh God, is this going to happen? Are we going to have to do like three rounds of IVF? Because you hear all these stories and it's, yeah. it's a reality for some people. It's a challenging thing to go through. Really challenging. So we knew that it might not happen overnight. But mm. I, I had this faith that it was going to happen like either this year or next year. And that was what I really held on to, even when the facts and the figures and the doctors were kind of saying other things. And you know, I, I am extremely grateful that the stars align for this little potentially Virgo. Hi. Stephanie, you've already been mean about him. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's our thing. It was very funny. <laughs> I just um, think it's funny that Ambie's going to have a very particular child. Ainly retentive, just like mummy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the Virgo in you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That's because your mummy's it's a because Virgo. because it reminds me of my mom. And I love and your it mom. Connects. Yeah. It's funny that you're a Virgo because you are such like a... She's not a Virgo. She's I'm not a Virgo. Rising. Rising. Yeah. Well, I consider a rising sign to be a sign mm. in the chart. So mm. Sometimes I just consider myself a Taurus. <laughs> so actually, if you could break that down for us really quickly. Mm-hmm. So there's the sun sign is what like is what we're looking for in like the Cosmo astrology, right? Like that's our guiding one. Not well, Cosmo the stars, like Cosmo the magazine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Confused. Sorry, yeah. Confused. You know, like the sun L magazine. Thank there you. we go. The, the sun sign is the essence of who you are. But as I, I just did a reading for someone actually before I rushed over here, and I was saying she'd never had a chart done before. And what I said to her is. Think of these, this triangle of your sun, your moon, and your rising all being the fundamental parts of the foundation of who you are. So the sun sign is as important as the rising sign and in a way is as important as the moon sign because all of those elements make up who you are. It's The S sun is like the essence of who you are, how your ego expresses itself. Not ego in a bad way, but like your life force energy like the sun, mm-hmm. right? The rising sign is that filter through which other people see you and the filter through which you present yourself to the world and then the moon sign tells us so much about your emotional needs your emotional nature and your emotional sensitivities and sensibilities so you know it's not as simplistic as sun sign astrology and it's not as simplistic as even just that astrology and that's why when you know with regards to the question with the charts you can really learn a lot yourself by following the cosmos yourself mm-hmm. and just working with the moon cycles. That's what I did for decades before I started doing this work professionally. But also you need to kind of really look at someone's chart and dig deep into the layers to understand and see what are the opportunities coming up for them. Because you can have two people who are potentially the same age going through similar transits who are experiencing life so differently because of something else in their charts. Mm. 
interesting. I always thought about that when uh, there was a girl in my class growing up who we had the same birthday and we were complete opposites. And so I was always like, I don't know about this astrology thing. Because yeah. <laughs> it's just one part. <laughs> yeah. It's like the smallest part. Yeah, absolutely. But the, I hear that all the time. Yeah. And I've seen it with friends of mine who are born on the same day. And they're like, they're like chalk and cheese. Chalk and cheese? Chalk and cheese. So the, <laughs> the rising is the one that is like our leading one that we like what's the one that like people are like oh I'm a Taurus or whatever I think that's the sun sign okay, sun so sign. it's the sun sign okay. the essence of who you Learning are stuff. wow um, how are you just learning I'm, I'm just tuning in <laughs> I'm actually really upset by this these line of questions I, I can see Stephanie's eyebrows <laughs> I'm like raising. let's talk about my Mercury sign <laughs> like I'm like I'm deeper in you know yeah. I have trouble retaining astrological information but yeah. I find it very interesting but I find, nonetheless yeah but I think you're intuitively in tune with it even though, whereas you're more the details yeah you okay. like to go like okay Mercury in this what does that mean it's okay you know, I can see your brain going down that road. And now I'm like learning about the houses. Yes. Yeah. I think it's really fucking cool. It's amazing. I asked my cousin who I was, who I was with in New York, I was like, what sign are you? And she told me and then she didn't know anything else about herself. And she has all these like, she's our age. She has a couple little like hangups around, you know, um, she's shy and she can't assert herself in a certain way or whatever. And I'm like, you know, I think it would help you to learn your chart because then you can know exactly where your blocks are and how to work through them instead of it just being this kind of like vague experience of powerlessness. I think that is just it's basically, Stephanie, can you be my sort of salesperson for astrology? <laughs> yes. And why it's important. <laughs> yeah. Soul astrology. Yes. Yes. Exactly. That's it. That's exactly it. We use this as a tool to help us understand ourselves better, not to predict the future, not to be looking into a wishing well to try and make something happen, but to say, let me understand, like, for example, going back to the fertility thing, I saw I had Saturn going through the part of my chart that had to do with reproduction. So I knew that this baby was not going to come over. I knew it was going to be a struggle. Mm. But then I saw Jupiter coming in to help in the other part of my chart, and it just all lined up with the two that everything kind of came to fruition. And that's like gives you the power when you walk into these doctor's offices where it's like it's the medical field is so stringent and like kind of scary with their directness of information and, and their predictions and sort of they're doing it to try to help you because they want to give you all of your options. But it's also only factoring in this like one component of just like information. And so when you have this other thing that's empowering, you, you're like, OK, I'm not as scared by what you're telling me or feeling like in out of my power, out of my body, because I'm seeing this other thing where I know that like you don't know that. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it is really empowering. And sometimes you have to hold on to that faith that you see through yeah. these other lenses of information yeah. and treat it holistically as a 360. I mean, sometimes my husband would be like, all right, tell me when when the baby's going <laughs> to come then. Like, tell me when it's going to And I was like, I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to predict like that. But what yeah. I'm saying to you is they're saying there's like a less than 5% chance of this happening naturally. And I'm telling you, it's just things need to align. Yeah. And I know that when things, and you know, we weren't trying not to give too much information about our sex lives, but um, we weren't trying when we got pregnant. Of course not. Of course, right? Anyway, also, that's just like st the, stress the stress of the trying. Oh I think my is a God. Thing. I mean, anyone who's been trying to have a baby, I have empathy of peeing on a stick and so finding out when you're ovulating. You just, we, no, there was none of that that month. And guess what? That's wow. when it happened. But don't you think that's kind of like indicative of all manifestations creations anything in life where it's like when you want something so bad you never get it yeah. and it's when you kind of like release then suddenly something shows up well if you think of the visual of wanting something really badly and grabbing for it your hand's not open when yeah. your hand is not open and outstretched and relaxed and calm you can't receive a butterfly doesn't land on you when you're like let me have the butterfly land on me and then randomly a butterfly well this happened to me like will like land on you randomly and you're like oh wow yeah butterfly just land on me because you're not expecting it so there's something about desire mm -hmm. and intention but without that grip 
mm-hmm. and not having that grip. And it's the same with astrology. I'm always very careful, whether it's in readings or whether it's through my soul astrology members, to say to people, listen, don't like go, this is going to happen and so this is happening in the cosmos, so this is definitely going to happen because you almost block it then. By, right. by putting such pressure on something. And you're looking for something that you're trying to, like, define and make, like, more concrete mm-hmm. when it's actually things come to you as a surprise in more of an abstract way. Like, anything that we've ever received, it's sort of been, like, sort of, like, you know, it sort of vaguely represents what we thought it would look like, but it's also, like, slightly different. Yeah. And that's the beauty of well, it. Well, it's organic. It's an organic, and that's that you have to trust the universe and how the universe is going to bring you what you're meant to have, even if it looks slightly different, and it comes as a surprise or in a different package than you expected. Totally, and there's, like, a greater intelligence than you out there, guys. Sorry. Uh, there is, a.k.a. Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. You know that Elizabeth yeah. knew everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so tell us that, and then we'll get into what's happening this summer. Oh, I think Elizabeth needs to tell that story because it was, I mean, it really just, I was shook, as you guys like to say. I was, I was really shook. Hilarious. Well, we got to go to your house, Ambie's mm-hmm. house, for a sound bath with Steph and her friend. It was the three of us. Hi, Tara. And when I was in state during the, or whatever you want to call it, I was like in a deep meditative. Medit- just mix that up. Yeah. Yeah. In state. In state. <laughs> And um like I, I had a vision. I saw I saw two babies in your stomach. And I was had never been more sure of anything in my life. Like I was like, this is true. This is not a like I just knew it to be true. I can't explain it. No, and I remember and what is so what's crazy about that is this pregnancy started off as two different there was two eggs which Jeez. were fertilized there was, it was twins it was technically a twin pregnancy one baby never became anything it's what's called a blighted ovum so it was just an empty gestational sac and one very quickly this little guy that I'm growing right now had a heartbeat so what you saw was so on point and I feel like this baby's sibling is going to come quite quickly mm. afterwards so god willing <laughs> yeah. cosmos willing yeah. um, but you were it, that was the most freaky experience then, we're pretty close though so yeah. I feel like you and then I you knew my you, womb. Yeah. I said, like, I, had, been inside of I you. said to you, I think it was like a week or so <laughs> later, I was like, I had this vision mm-hmm. during the sound bath. There were two babies in there. I think you're going to get pregnant. So yeah. I said, Are you pregnant? Are you pregnant? And you're just like, that's strange. <laughs> but you were already pregnant. I was pregnant. <laughs> and I, <laughs> she was like, well, we're starting in vitro soon, so we'll see. Wow. <laughs> is that what my accent No, I hope like, not. I'm oh so God. sorry. Elizabeth is Lynn Ranmo Miranda and Mary Poppins. They're <laughs> <laughs> so over the top. I'm really traumatized. I'm sorry, Elizabeth, but I'm actually quite traumatized. No, we sorry. were hiking and you said that. And, you know, so when we found out we were pregnant, I just, everyone has a different way of dealing with things. I'm yeah. quite someone that processes and shares after the experience. And I chose, my husband and I chose to keep it, you know, Kevin. So he, we chose to keep it private until we were of out of a certain zone. But then, and so when, we, when you said that, I was thinking, and I literally ran home and well, I didn't run, but, you know, I drove <laughs> she home. She just ran away from me. I, yeah, ran, go. I was like, oh my God, Elizabeth knows she's psychic. And Kevin was like, oh my God. And we were really tripped out. That's so yeah, amazing. It was amazing. And then when I told you, you were like, or I burst into tears. Yeah. I love when she cries. I know. She really cries. And then I told Stephanie. Stephanie didn't cry. She was just like, ah. And I, I was, get really excited. But I, know, I was no, it was like, very cute. Ambie, you have to tell Stephanie. Because yeah. 
I well, have, I have to yeah. tell you. When she told me, she's like, I have to tell you because Elizabeth's going to kill me if I don't tell you because she's keeping a secret from you and it's burning I know, I felt so bad. But then I wanted to see you by myself yeah. to tell you. And I didn't want to tell you by a text or whatever. So No, I was so grateful. It all worked out. We're it all, all worked now. out. We're so happy for you. Thank you, We can't guys. wait to be the, the, God, the God mommies. Mystic yeah. crystal revelations, Exactly. You know? So retrograde mamas of wow. good can't practice wait. for you both for when your time comes. Because I will be handing him over to babysit. <laughs> I'm so good with babies, I can't wait. <laughs> self, self, self-proclaimed babysitter. I'm I, Cancer Moon. I know. Kidding? Okay, okay, okay. That was a scary Scorpio came up there. Yes, you are ba- key babysitter. Okay, <laughs> key onto, babysitter. I'm not going to have time that. to watch your kids, sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so That's let's Scorpio. talk about <laughs> what is happening. Like oh mer- retrograde, okay. eclipses. Cosmos. Can you just before you tell us, just make a promise that it's not going to be as heated up as last summer because I just simply can't again. So I don't think that you're going to receive. You would receive things like you did last summer. Okay, fair. I, I, I think you've evolved past that. Okay, fair. I think I think you've evolved past that, and I also think that you're in a different stage of your chart and right. transits, and right. I and I feel that you're just in a completely different state energetically. So I'm not worried about you. Okay. It's going to be intense, though, guys, because we have Eclipse. So we have the summer solstice going on. The same day the summer solstice happens, we have um, Neptune Neptune turning retrograde. We have Mercury retrograde shadow starting. And then the month of July. Yeah, I know, Neptune. Nebulous Neptune. And then the month of July is just basically a whammy of two eclipses with a Mercury retrograde sandwiched nicely in between. So should we take oh, July off? a Mercury retrograde sandwich. Mm, sounds <laughs> delicious. Is that our it's, subway collab? Um, yeah. Ménage à toi <laughs> avec Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what is it all, like, what are the themes? Who, who, who's Neptune? I don't really know her. Uh, him. Oh. He's the god of the sea. Him, I him, him. Know he, him. He identifies as male. Okay. Neptune is the god of the sea. Okay. Um, Neptune is a, well, he's the god of the sea, and he's a planet that rules Pisces. Okay. And his retrograde, I mean, you know, these outer planet retrogrades aren't such a big deal, to be completely honest with you, because they're, they're so slow-moving that it's more of a collective theme that over a few degrees in the zodiac, it's not something necessarily that we're going to really feel in a bad way by any means. As we know, Mercury retrogrades are always quite intense. Um, and this one is in Leo and Cancer. So we're all going to be feeling that energy of Mercury in Leo and Cancer. And it's exacerbated by the fact that the, the retrograde takes place between these eclipses. Eclipses occur twice a year. They are like new moons. I think we've talked about this before when I've come on. They're like amped up new moons and full moons. Mm -hmm. The first eclipse is a a total solar eclipse in Cancer, which takes place on the 2nd of July. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're going to feel that eclipse all month because it's a total solar eclipse. Okay. It's going to be intense. And it's like a kind of activation of opening an energy portal to have the second half of our 2019 experience. What is the second? We've had half. It already feels very different. Mm -hmm. That's the solstice, I think, that we're tapping into. And that change of seasons and the change. It's a year of two halves, right? We're wrapping up what happened, started off in you know, the beginning of the year and the end of 2018 and we're wrapping something up and we're moving on to a new chapter energetically, physically, and all levels. And it's in cancer, so it's going to be very emotional for a lot of people. It's mm. going to be very much about feeling your way through it. It's not emotional necessarily in a bad way, but following those feels, following your intuition. What is next for you this year? What is next for you in this? What do you want the second half of your year to really be about? Mm. You know, what I mean, what do you feel? Because we have these plans and these goals, I think, 
think at the beginning of any year, I did, and I found out I was pregnant six days later. And then your whole trajectory for the year changes, right? right? Your whole, you know, how's it supposed to go? That changes. And in that same way, the good thing about cancer is it helps us to connect to our intuition and our inner guides, which we all have. I know your moon's in cancer, so you get that anyway in terms of intuition, but we all have that. Like you have that. You're very intuitive too. It's like we all have that inner guide and it's our feelings showing the way Mm -hmm. and showing us what is next for me? What should I be moving on to? What is emotionally fulfilling for me? And what do I really want, you know? You know, I have to say that like as someone with like the emotional sign of cancer in my moon, I used to be very like, it was too much. And I think that it's beautiful what you're saying about like feelings aren't things that you need to like run from or feel overwhelmed by. Like they're given to you as a gift so that you can know what's true for you or what's right for you. And like, I wish that I knew that at a younger age because I would have had a lot less like stress in my life around having such intensity of feeling. So I love what you're saying because it's like, use it. Including, by the way, bad feelings. Yeah. Like we shy away from these negative feelings saying yeah. like, oh, we're on a spiritual path so we should always feel good and we should, like law of attraction, so if you don't feel good, bypassing. it's bullshit. Yeah. It's like, it is spiritual bypassing and the fact is, is in, on any given day, I can feel a whole range of emotions, right? But it doesn't mean I am those emotions, but it means that those things are coming up as a sign of what are you thinking about? What What is unresolved? What do you need to process? Yeah. What, what do you, what does your mind, body and soul need? So these negative feelings even are very, very important markers for us. And it's something that we should all harness and use as a guide to guide us through this eclipse season. What's interesting, though, is that you have that that solar eclipse in Cancer. Then you have five days later, we have Mercury turning retrograde on the 7th of July. Mercury retrograde, you know, the days around the retrograde, you guys know this. It can just be like intense eclipses tend to sort of be like activators in our charts and our lives and things start to get thrown up into the air you know I've got a friend who's like suddenly even just before the eclipses it gets activated for some people she's a cancer so obviously her chart's being really activated she's moving to San Francisco in August she just told me like two days ago it's like these big life changes are going to start happening but then guess what in between the eclipses mercury goes retrograde and that can confuse things it can make things unclear it could make it mean that you don't have all the information to hand that you need in order to make the best decision that lunar eclipse that's mid-month on the 16th of july that's in capricorn which isn't a total eclipse it's a partial eclipse that's going to be like really karmic there's a very very karmic feel to that Mm. why because the power players of pluto and saturn are both dancing together in capricorn and they're very near the degree of that eclipse and it's like we are all you know as i mentioned before about saturn and capricorn we're all being schooled in a certain area of our lives right when it comes to whatever Capricorn rules in your unique chart, but for all of us about the patriarchal systems that are in existence, about power, about status, about about wealth, about governments, about all of those kind of things. And equally in our lives, like what is, where are we powerful? Where, what is our status? Like what is our job? What is our role in this world? Mm. We're questioning all those kind of things. We're being schooled. And some of us are learning some very tough lessons collectively as a society, as a country, as countries around the world. We're seeing these shifts and these moves and these waves of different consciousnesses and different politics and different societal issues coming up. And I think it's going to be really intense that, that I'm not going to lie, as a whole, as a collective. We're going to take a quick break to give a shout out to our friends. 
Well, 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 it's the beginning of summer, and I think it's a great time to say hi to a partner of ours who can make your summer feet cozy. In the spirit of the retrograde, let's revisit our favorite sustainable shoe. Ooh, I like what you did there. Shout out to Rothy's. hey Hi, guys. How you doing? Rothy's begs the question, why does style have to mean zero comfort? And also... Have you ever heard of a company that makes flats from recycled plastic water bottles? They're asking all the hard-hitting questions. It's truly revolutionary, and we're big fans. I'm a huge fan of the the point style. They have this new, that is the slide sneaker, and it's rainbow designed. And in the spirit of a post-Pride moment, I feel like we should all really be just rocking the rainbows. And I'm really into also, I'm just looking at their what's new. Mm-hmm. The salt honeycomb weave. That sounds delicious. It's like a grayish in the sneaker. Okay. I got my eye on you. Cute. So guys, head over to rothys.com. Use promo code RETROGRADE and you'll get free shipping and free returns. Check out their selection of flats, points, loafers, sneakers, and for girls, they have a little tiny sneaker too. It's VV cute. And a little flat and there's like a little teal leopard print thing happening for for the kids. And I'm very into it. I wish I was a kid size. That's rothys.com and enter RETROGRADE at checkout and you will get those shoes shipped to you for free. Back to Ambi. Is it, I think it's like so crazy, like we've never seen a time where so many extremes were existing at the same time. Like at the same time that we see rights getting taken away, we see countries totally liberating things that have been in place for a while. And it's just like every day I feel like there's both of those things happening simultaneously. But that's the duality of this world that we exist in. And as much as I know right now, we can look at it if we like really absorb ourselves in the news, we can think this world is at the worst it's ever been, you know, climate change and politics and things swinging to the right and people's rights being taken, et cetera, et cetera. We're going back 50 years or so. We can feel like that. And there's some truth to that. But at the same time, it's like there's this light and there's this one side going up and there's this other side coming and taking over. And it's just like this. It's like a destruction of the old systems and the old ways of being trying to cling on to that structure, that infrastructure and that power and that status yeah. and a new way trying to be birthed. And it's very difficult because tradition is tradition and people try to hold on to the way things were. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of those people who are trying to. And they're to. not going down without a fight. No, they're not. And so we are going to have this polarity. But I think for all of us as well, you know, it's important just to take a step back and to look at it and understand that you'll never find that everyone thinks the same as you. You'll always have people who are on two different sides of a fence. But what we need to understand is how to live together whilst making things fairer for everyone. Do do you know what I mean? Like there must be some happier medium than what we've become too polarized. Like an equalization needs yeah, to Yeah, a balancing. Well, yeah. I think it's like dialogue. Like I had an interesting experience recently where I spoke with an, a man of the older generation who yeah. was speaking in sort of a way that was coming across as small-minded. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I said, you sound very bigoted and I don't know you, but you shouldn't be talking like that if you don't want to sound like this. And we started talking and what we both realized is that even though we disagreed on certain things, we weren't yelling at each other and telling each other that the other one was right. We were literally going back and forth and having this open dialogue. And I feel like that's the only thing that we can do right now. That's exactly what there needs to be more of rather than this arguing. And I would very much recommend to everyone as well, you know, some tips for the month of July, which is 
you know, reactivity is so dangerous because I think I know that we all do it. And I think it gets you nowhere. It gets you nowhere and it gets humanity nowhere. It's just like we're too on our, it's too easy to respond to something rather to react to something rather to respond to something. And when the eclipses happen, you know, there's going to be stuff that's happening at the world at large. And there's also going to be things that might be happening in our lives. And my strong advice is, don't react like it don't have a knee-jerk reaction to something that occurs during eclipse time because there's so much going on astrologically which you know influences each of us whether we realize it or not that you might not see the wood for the trees for a few weeks time and it might be better for you to just sit with that and if someone turns around and says i'm moving and you're really upset about it like trust that that's the right thing for them and you're going to have a different response you know whatever someone breaks up with you ask for some space like Take a, take a minute, take a breath. Don't completely freak out. You know, we've yet to see how it will play out. If you lose, God forbid, a job or something like that, you know, something terrible happens or, you know, that, that you're like, oh, this is really bad. This is such a loss in my life. I've lost my job or I lost this contract or whatever. It might work out that it's actually the best thing for you right. for that to have happened. Of and well, the universe works in mysterious ways because what these eclipses are doing are activating endings for new beginnings in our lives, mm. in our charts mm. and our lives. We're all going to experience an ending that is going to birth a new beginning for us. Wow. Well, what's going to no end? No pressure. <laughs> no pressure, anybody. <laughs> is there, I feel like there's like this overall theme for this year, maybe the last, maybe it's the Uranus and Taurus thing, but mm. I feel like personally and also in conversations that I'm having with other people, like, Everyone is experiencing problems or revelations as far as boundaries are concerned. Mm -hmm. And like cutting ties with things that really are not in alignment. And I've never experienced such like swift understanding of that. Do you think that's this calendar year that you're saying? I think that's part of Jupiter and Sagittarius because Jupiter and Sagittarius is about truth and your personal truth and mm. and when your personal truth comes to light you and you really live in alignment with that truth you're living in in integrity and when you're living with you within you know aligned with your personal integrity unfortunately there's certain situations certain people certain things like certain boundaries where you're just like that's not my truth anymore so this needs to die off right. there's a lot of stuff there's like you're cutting the old wood and and the old sort of rotting wood like not to say that people are rotting wood but you know what i mean like situ- some are some maybe are and some situations just don't serve us i think a big thing about boundaries is when you are talking about neptune neptune and pisces is a lot about boundaries and saturn in capricorn is forcing us to have those boundaries and to have a reality check yeah. about our relationships yeah. about our situations our friendships our work dynamics our family relationships like have a reality check and take inspired practical action based off the back of that because your life doesn't change until you change things about yourself and your life. Hello. It's just you know? so fucking true. And like, it, hold yourself accountable for the good and the bad. But that's Saturn in Capricorn. And the Jupiter in Sagittarius is saying, live your truth. If this is not true to you to be friends with this person anymore, then that's really sad. But maybe that relationship is, as I like to call it, a seasonal relationship. It was meant for a chapter in a season of your life rather a than... A reason or a season, baby. You know it. <laughs> reason, season, and then some lifetime people. Yeah. There's not many, but they're special who they are. So other than just like checking our reactivity, do you have other tips or mindful tricks that we can use to maybe ease through this next month? Meditate a lot. Okay. Get out in nature. Heard of it, everybody? (laughs) Heard of it, everyone. Meditate. (laughs) You know, I would just say 
Um, don't be reactive, try and respond. Um, I would honestly try and wait out the month. And what I mean by that is not go sitting there going, yeah, that's a really good <laughs> idea to go on holiday at this I'm time. I'm like already, I'm like literally like conversations I'm having with like business things. I'm like, we have to get this all done before the end of June. <laughs> like we can't have like, nothing can happen. A, a, lot, a lot of people I'm are like saying that. <laughs> a lot of people are saying that. But what I would say is, is don't do it from a fear-based perspective as right. well. Like don't try not to approach eclipse season with fear. Try to approach it with the anticipation and the excitement that, there are changes coming and those changes that are coming are not ones that you could perhaps envision are or would necessarily activate yourself in your life, but they are necessary for the development, for your development and for your progression for the next chapter mm. and season of your life. And you must accept them. And you must accept them and you must be open. Like I'm trying to walk into it very, be grounded and meditation helps us to ground be non-reactive so you know I think I saw you guys post about doing a digital detox yeah. for a few days and July and I um I will do it along with you I'm so oh. down for doing that I I think and I'm I'm really love that you're encouraging other people to do that because I think people are so overly connected to the internet because of their brand or their image or their company or their this or their that and the other or just because they're not even doing any of that but they just can't help but scroll it's and, an addiction it's an addiction it doesn't help you in times of mass astrological cosmic clusters i look at it like this robust digital world it was like an explosion and we were all kind of like it was new and i feel like as the dust settles there needs to be practices in place for us all to manage our relationship with it and it's such a new territory Mm -hmm. that it's so important to me to talk about because i mean i'm as in being in my 30s i catch myself with trouble and I, I feel like I've done a lot of work in, in being conscious. I can only imagine a high school student, a middle school age student, like what, without having anything else to compare it to. Like, why would you check yourself if you've always just had that? Exactly. That's what's really worrying. It's, it's very concerning to me. It's, it's like that generation. Platform. It's like, I'm really yeah. worried about, I mean, I look at, you know, um, my best friend's daughters and she had kids, you know, earlier than me. And so they're kind of like into that kind of teeny tweeny age. Mm-hmm. And it's worrying, you know, it's worrying how much they're coming. I mean, they're not too bad because their parents have boundaries with it. But I think they don't know better. They're growing up thinking that it's normal to be attached to your phone. Like people's heads are down. Like, you know, we, when we went to London, we were on the tube and it was actually really nice. At one point we got on a carriage. Mind the gap. Mind the gap. Mm-hmm. And um, to see people reading the newspaper or, you know, for me, just to look at people. I love people watching. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of a stalker. I just stare at people, which is kind of like, like. I'm a reflector. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm a reflector. What's happening here? Um, but, but I think it's so important to have your head up and to be looking and So I'm really pleased that you are encouraging people to do that because I would say to people, stay, you know, reduce your technological output in the month of July. Spend more time in spend more time in nature. Spend more time doing things that ground you and that are mindful. Whatever that is, you know what? For everyone, that's not meditation. Meditation is not for everybody, and that's totally fine. There's other things that ground people and that help them be in the moment. Find those things that bring you and give you joy and that connect you to yourself, your root, your center of who you really are. Because at the end of the day, eclipses, schlickipsters, whatever you want to call them, (laughs) Mercury retrograde, whatever. It doesn't matter what's going on. We're all going to get through it anyway, as long as we connect to our center. Because really, all this stuff is like, we're not being dragged by the universe the universe is doing stuff to help us to move things to shake things up but we need to constantly stay connected to ourselves like 
we're all our own gurus. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't look at this person's... You don't need to read this person's post on Instagram every single day because you can find that wisdom from yourself too. I also just don't think that we realise how much space it's taking up. Like, I went and I had to go... I went away to a wedding and we were at this campgrounds and... There was no service anywhere. And like, so what a dream. I love that. It was so amazing. And it just made me, I wasn't feeling like tapping my vein addicted withdrawal, but I was noticing how like suddenly I could like be with myself in like a different kind of way. And I was just like, I think of myself as always being like that. But then I like, also I'm just creating this whole like corner of my being for whatever's happening in my text or my Instagram or my email or whatever. And I'm so worried that I'm like missing something or what. And I, nothing was wrong everything was great and I could just like fill that space with like things that are nourishing rather than like imposing and I you know I think that is so interesting because that FOMO that people have like you have to go from FOMO to JOMO I love you JOMO uh, joy of missing out. it's even this thing of like we have Bonk, to fear of not chilling yeah exactly I like that <laughs> I like that one <laughs> Trademarked by that. Elizabeth came up with that. I like that one. (laughs) But but that thing of like, I've always got to be on. You know, I I did this myself when I went to London. I was like meant to put out my own, like, you know, I do my little pod, like solo things, my podcast, whatever. And I was like, actually, I can't do this. I can't fit this in before I go. Right. And so I'm going to take a break for a month. And it was like, don't be. and, And that taught me so much about just not feeling like, and also really practicing, I think, what we teach. Mm. Because I think, you know, for you guys, well, we've all become, we're teachers in a way, right? Whenever we have any kind of platform and we have any kind of influence, we can say one thing and live in a completely different way and have everyone buying into this perception of who we are, or we can really walk our talk. I get really scared about that. Well, I really check myself with that. And I I think it's like, especially now, like on the journey of motherhood, I'm just like, I want to be the real deal. I don't, I don't need to, you know, pretend. Don't don't be that person who's listened to what I, listen to what I say and not what I do. Yeah. That is the worst parenting advice. It's the worst, (laughs) it's the worst thing. It's like, I want to be, I I heard someone, I was reading a book or something and it said, you know, they're going to look at you. And they're going to look at you. This little being is going to look at you and it's going to take you from you. And I thought, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I need to be an even better That's version of myself. That's one lucky kid, though. Aww. I think you're good right where you are, if I do say so. Sweet. I will say something that I've been doing on the, the technological mm. management side that's really shifted my vibe for the better is I hard, hard stop check my emails two times a day. I love that. Morning and afternoon. And I'm at the, my desk at the morning. I go through all my emails and allow time for response to come in and, you know, nip whatever needs to be handled then and kind of so we can, like, close it out. And then again in the afternoon and, again, allow some times for, you know, some back and forth to happen. And then I close it out. And once I'm done, I'm done. And it's not going to happen again until the next morning. Wow. And it is – A bitch got some boundaries. A game changer. Wow. Wow. Because now I have a home so I can, like, have a different schedule – and that's been, like, one of the things that has been – it just feels really good. Yeah, because otherwise it's, like, this looming thing that you're, like, oh, wait, I'm, like, vaguely not doing something that I'm supposed to be doing. But- that is really powerful. I yeah. think that I'm – I've put my phone on airplane mode for hours at a time. Yeah. And I find that I'm so much more productive when I'm writing a blog or preparing something or doing something. Or when I'm with family or with certain friends, I'm just, like, airplane mode. I don't need to look at my phone and see, like, five – messages coming through or this coming through or that coming through and then get distracted from the present moment exactly and handling things piecemeal it just like wasn't working for me Mm. obviously if something is urgent or it needs to be taken care of like 
I'll I'll see it. I'll handle it. But most of the time, nothing's urgent. Let's be real. It's never And also, it's up to us to manage and police our own time. Mm -hmm. Like, that is currency. And it's so important to be mindful of what works best for you. This is what I'm finding works best for me in this moment. Mm -hmm. It could evolve. It could change. But allowing myself to make my own rules has been insanely empowering. That's, I yeah, That's that feels really like, oh, she's Saturn in Capricorn schooled. Like Maybe that. people could try that out for the month of July yeah. as well. Because the only other thing I would say in terms of tips for July yeah. um, you know, don't go making a huge big purchase necessarily during eclipse season, um, unless it's been something that's been looming for a while already in the works. Because with Mercury, or if you do have to, that's fine. Don't panic. But if you do have to, double check all the small print, all the details, all of that kind of stuff. But also just like look at it as a month where the universe is saying almost like you know when you used to pause on a film and you, or there was an advert break so you'd go to the bathroom and you'd come back it's just like a pause right it's a pause in your moment it's a pause in this symphony that's been going on and in that pause use that pause as a time to reset yourself mind body and soul i feel like july is a really good time to do it i think it's going to be a really good month i just <laughs> yeah. think that and i think a lot of the drama that we're going to see well, well, there will be drama because things always... But how it's how everything is... And as a reflector, I'm really learning this. It's how you respond to what goes on around you mm. rather than... Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like something dramatic can happen, but how are you responding to that? If you're responding to that through a certain lens that's other people's energies of everyone's like, I'm having such a bad time, or this is going on, or that's going on, then that adds to the drama. It adds to the whirl of sort of like frenzy, fren- frenetic energy. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you kind of go... All right, let's just see what happens to, you know, in your situation or mine or this and the other. And just let's just pause for a month because I'm going to be able to see so much clearer at the end of July. August is going to be awesome. The rest of the year is going to be great. Good. Just, you know, chill. What about as far as like um, negotiations or contracts or new partnerships or new relationships or things that kind of come in during that time? Or, I, you know, I we don't live in a world where we can just be like, hold on one second, let's just wait three weeks. And then, you know, sometimes things need to like move forward. Yeah. How is the best to and you sh- And you should definitely allow, and listen, eclipses are going to bring opportunities for some people. Some people are going to have to move very quickly off the base, off the back of what comes, offers that come their way. That's not a bad thing. Just be mindful and be, be, like me, be only retentive about the details. Be a Virgo rising. Mm-hmm. Go into be the details. Be Virgo rising. Okay, yeah. everyone, be Virgo rising. Activate Virgo rising. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But it's true, right? Yeah. But don't not... And, you know, if you meet someone, it's like someone I know who met someone in a Venus retrograde and they're still with them and really happy... All I said was, great, so you met them in a Venus retrograde, so let's just see where this relationship is at after Venus is out of retrograde, after the shadow even has finished, and if it's in a good state then, then that's great. And that doesn't that means that it could it could be the one you can't let these cosmic influences control you. Yeah. You want to swim with them and have that cosmic consciousness. Cosmic consciousness is saying this is what is going on. I have the free will and ability and everything within myself, if I tap into it, to work with these energies. I don't need to be like, oh my God, it's, I mean, you know, listen, I love posting memes. I'm sure I'll post some funny ones about Mercury retrograde, but really it's like, it's tongue in cheek as well. It's like, it's not the end of the world. Some big miracles happen during retrogrades and eclipse times, as well as sometimes some shit shows, which have happened to me, which have led to my big right. miracles. I love that. Okay. It's important. Cause it's like, it's like the, I the was, little I was fired. Cracking. 
or canned or whatever you want to call it from, you know, during an eclipse. And it was the best thing that happened to me because it pushed me onto my path. That duality of these opposing forces and energies and opinions in this world. I'm not going to get into any kind of political debate here, but there is... There's, there's two sides to every coin and every blessing can have a curse in it. Every curse can have a, a silver lining to it. Like, mm. don't necessarily, I think as human beings, we've got to stop judging the same way about emotions. Like, oh, I feel really good today. So that means I'm on, I'm doing great and I'm ungrateful. Oh, I feel really crap today. So that means I feel my life is rubbish. We're too extreme and we need to all find that middle ground. And find a comfort in that middle ground. Yes, comfort. Because once we get to that middle ground, I'm going to speak for myself, I'm... I'm still shaky. It's like I'm still on edge. I'm still in a fight or flight. Mm. So my work has been staying in state, Steph, and being able I love that. to, so That's my new to favorite find thing. comfort in that smooth part Yeah, and have that be okay and feel cozy. And, and, and get comfortable with it. Yeah, like realizing like my, my thing with that is like I'm not broke. And like, like that mindset that I always had that was mm. like, you got to figure it out. You got to something, you know what I mean? Hustle. Like that panic thing. Mm. It's like, okay, well, if you're not worried about that, like, are you shifting to a new worry or yeah. are you just accepting that everything is okay and you can take that energy of worry into something more productive yeah. that moves you forward and like actually creates something beneficial because that is just like so much energy getting stuck in your body. Be okay with not being okay with being okay. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. I, I've had, listen, I've had to do the same thing. Like the mindfulness of, you know, growing a baby that was a miracle and then thinking this stage and this test and that thing and the other. It's like I've had to learn to be uncomfortable and have uncertainty, but then also have the blessings of passing this and that and the other and just going, I'm not going to feel him poking me every single minute of every single day. I have to be okay. Right. We're just going, I'm here right now and I'm having this. Do you know what I mean? Like being okay with not being okay with being okay. It's a real thing. It's really real. So you're always just such a wise communicator of the cosmos and of, you know, life here on this planet. Talk to us about soulastrology.com. Where is it? Oh, my God. You two are new members, I understand. Cannot wait. So what is it? I've never even I've never even seen it. Okay, go on to soulastrology.com. Okay, hold on. Time out. Soulastrology.com. Soulastrology is its own thing. It's, it's, it's birthed separately from me, and it's funny that it's been birthed before my baby comes because I feel like it needed to be out of me and go somewhere else and it's where a place where you know you can find your fun sort of daily scopes which is just a fun light-hearted kind of thing but you can also buy a report a reading a transit to understand your chart but it's a lot cheaper than having a one-to-one session with me yeah. and then you can also you know for the price of a cup of coffee or a couple of cups of coffee or a cocktail or something have a membership which is basically everything I've done because I'm wrapping up now in the next few months with like my private mentoring work of a, a source and a forum of masses amount of astrological information you can take as little or as much as you want if you want to read about the new moon and have your soul astrology scopes and understand a specific cosmic ritual and have a specific sound bath and you know a 1500 word blog or detailing every single detail about that new moon or the eclipse or whatever it is you can read that if you want to know about weekly transits you can tap into that if you want to know about other you know astrological elements so that you can further your study you can have that and I'm building that and I'm bringing more people on who are a lot of people who I've trained to be soul astrologers and they're astrologers in their own right and we're just providing a community and it's a community and it's something it's a way of connecting and 
it's a lot of my heart went into it. And I, I, you know, it took a long, I mean, it was three years ago, right? Yeah. When I told you and I started, you know, trademarking this, that and the other. And three years and later. here we are. And there, you have a beautiful, beautiful online platform. It's show so for it. exciting. Um, so thank you. And I hope you guys get as much out of it as my other members. We can't wait. And then you have your podcast. Yes, Alchemy with Abby. So that's, you know, that I love. I love talking. I love you guys. I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. I would not have a podcast if it wasn't for you guys. And I wouldn't have a pod. Therefore, Angie Banneke, who introduced us and Rachel, who introduced me to Angie. I'm so grateful for all the connections. Coming on this podcast taught me that people actually wanted to hear what I had to say. I was amazed. It just, you know, gave me confidence and Every two weeks, I put out an episode where I talk about, I use the moon cycle to ins- to talk about a subject to inspire people to make change in their lives. I'm very honest in it. I share about myself and my life. I've done a few interviews. I'm sure I'll do some more in time to come, but it's really just a way of me helping people completely for free and putting out content out there that can help people to help themselves. And that's what I really want to do in the world. I love it. Yeah. Oh my God, your baby's so lucky that it gets to be born and have like all this information off the top. Oh, that's such a kind thing. And you know, I just want to say this to, well, for both of you, you know, you're in different situations, but also for anyone who's listening is I, everything happens, you know, in everyone's lives in a different time and a whatever, but I wouldn't, and I'm not saying I'm going to be super mom or anything like that. I'm sure I'm going to have many kind of like, oh my God, I'm terrible mother moments, but I wouldn't be the mom I'm going to be now. And I wouldn't have called in this soul if I was having a baby 10 years ago. Mm. And I think for me, things had to happen. You know, I met my husband at 39, like I'm having my first baby in my 40s. It's like things have happened later in life, but it's all beautiful. And so please, if there's anyone listening that's kind of like, I'm late on I'm this, and I know that can sound really freaking old, don't make me, you know, whatever, but don't worry. Like everything happens in divine timing and you must trust that. It's really so. important to hear. Yeah. Yeah, when I think about how I'm so single, I think about you and I'm like, she got it later. Oh, Makes me happy. Oh, that makes me, and that makes me happy that it gives anyone faith. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I swear, things get better when you get older. Maybe we can do an Ask Ambi one day. Yes, yes I think we the should next, do that. Because I would love to answer for, people's questions. Maybe like in the fall after we've yes. gone through this whole thing, we can After we we've got over this. Back. Regroup. We yeah. can regroup. Maybe there'll be a little person to join us. <laughs> Actually, can't wait. I oh can't. my god, oh my, I'll hold it the whole episode. <laughs> it, it, wow, Him. can't wait. We love you so much. Love you guys. And, um, soulstrology.com, soulstrology.com, check it. Today's Roses and Thorns is brought to you by our friends over at Sakara. I love their rose water, so that oh, works. That is so appropriate. Um, we love Sakara. They make organic, ready-to-eat meals with nutritious and delicious plant-based ingredients that are designed to help you look and feel your best self. Sakara's meal programs, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and some cute little snacks and accoutrement are delivered right to your door, ready to eat, all over the continental United States. So we've done two episodes with Sakara's founders, and I love both of them. We what did the first one when we were first starting our show, mm-hmm. and they were just launching in LA, and as you said, now they're available all over the continental U.S. They just launched a cookbook. It's just been so fun to like follow the Sakara story. How did your uh, making of the bread go? It went well. It, I was like really hungry by the time I finished it, so I ate a lot of it, and I feel like it's more of like a dense like seed, like psyllium husk, fiber heavy did you situation. Shit a lot? Mm. <laughs> But that's the great thing about Sakara meals. They really help keep it going. I mean, that's part of what we love about them, to be honest (laughs) with you. Cleans you out and is also very, very delicious. I had a um, 
mushroom truffle sauteed kale pasta thing the other day and I was so pleased that uh, that was in my delivery because they mix up the meal so it's not always the same thing every week exactly and you can always see what the menu is for the following week and then choose your week from there and what we're really excited about is that Saqqara is offering our listeners $60 off their first order of a meal delivery when you go to Saqqara.com slash retrograde that's Saqqara S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash retrograde and you will get $60 off your first order if you've ever wanted to try it, now is the time, friends. Absolutely. Play the jingle. Roses and thorns. Okay, roses and thorns. Yes. I felt like in the spirit of the retrograde, mm-hmm. to reflect, mm-hmm. revisit. Mm-hmm. You know it hasn't actually started yet, right? It's We're in the shadow, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Just, when just does want, it actually start? July 7th, I think, or okay. 8th. Yeah. Okay, I just want cool. you to... Be totally up to date. I, I'm so grateful for that because yeah. I, you know, I, you know, it's in one ear and out the other. You don't for speak me. astro. I don't, but I'm open to it. I know. Hence this episode. Yeah, I thought she's always learning, guys. I'm learning, learning stuff. So I thought it would be a nice time to check back in with some previous guests that okay. we've had and okay. some cool new things that they've put out into the world. Okay. Obviously, we just talked about soul astrology, mm-hmm. which it's the site is beautiful. It Everybody is. You must check it out. It's such a beautiful offering that Ambi put together. Okay, so first and foremost, Dr. Deepika Chopra, the optimism, the doctor. optimism doctor, put together and just released. She kind of teased it a little bit on our show, and she put together this deck of fifty-two cards. They're fifty-two optimism prompt cards with a One Direction card, and they're mindfully One Direction, yeah, like Zane Harry Styles, <laughs> which is. And then they've created these little prompts to then um, increase optimism and happiness throughout the day. I need that. It's so beautiful, and it's just. Beautiful artwork that she put together because she's also a visual imagery expert. So every aspect of it is super mindful. Amazing. And I think it's available like on Goop. Like it's, it's fancy. Speaking of cards, you know who else drops cards? Who? It was Ruby Warrington from The Numinous. Amazing. And I've been looking at those and it's it's a very like in-depth tarot yeah. read. It's interesting. I like to add that to the uh, Rolodex of Love card that. pulls. Yeah. And then my girl No Crumbs Left. Mm-hmm. Terry, Elizabeth, <laughs> favorite celebrity. Wait, who did I say was my new favorite celebrity? That random. Guy oh yeah, that you want I, me to message. I found this new. We gotta do that. This new um, financial advisor on yeah. like some old person series like some network, and I was like, he's my new guy. Okay, she doesn't troll the internet, but she trolls the radio. I waves. sure do. <laughs> so um, Terry's book came out, I think, a month and a half ago. Yeah, it's a whole thirty approved book. Yum. And the recipes are just fantastic. Are just fantastic. <laughs> and, um, you know, we love Terry. I love that episode. I yeah. literally was never more excited about anything ever. I know. Than to have I've her in studio. Like that. It's it's wild. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I want to just give love to her book. If anybody's looking for some great recipes for the summer, I'm a big fan of her platters. She does mm. these beautiful salad platters with like steak or salmon or shrimp in there. Bueno. And then um, our dear Kelsey Patel. Oh my god, Kelsey dropped a podcast called Magic Vibes. And, right, it's called Magic Vibes. And I listened to an episode on Joy, and it was such a good listen. She's so sweet. She's so positive. She's so wise. Kelsey's a healer, a Reiki healer, but She's just truly like a seer and kind of calls it like it is. Truly. And also is vulnerable and puts herself out there. So it's just like this perfect package of 
digestible information that's like, broad but yet personal. They're all around 30 minutes, yeah. which we love. Oh, great it's time. just stamp. great. So Check that out. go over there. Speaking of things you can listen to. Yes. Uh, my girl Yamanika Saunders, comic, uh, New York-based. You guys might know her from the short-lived reality show Funny Girls, but she's also been everywhere. She's on the historical roast. She paid, played Harriet Tubman. She's on the roast battle. She's been on um, that True TV show where they like do their jokes and act out their jokes. So funny. Anyway, she dropped her first comedy album. Amazing. And it's on Spotify. It's called Damsel in Distress. And she's truly just She's a, so funny. She's just so fucking funny. And she's so honest and so raw. And she's been doing this stand-up for, I don't know, 15-plus years. And she's just really honed her voice and her craft. And listening to her album is a joy. So I highly recommend Amazing. I can't, I'm going to listen to yeah, it. Yeah, it's really fun. I did want to say we got a question um, online regarding some people going through their closets and wondering what to do with some things. And because this is my career and my former life, I thought I could – You mean how to dispose? Dispose. Like okay. what to do, how to do it, where to do it. Okay. I recently – this is new, newer to me but not new like into the world – Thread Up. Okay. Oh, I saw that in your house. Yeah. So they'll send you a – you go online, you sign up, they'll send you a bag, and then you put all of the items you don't want in a bag, and there's an option to then – to then you can have them donate what they don't want, or they can send it back to you. For me, I was just like, get rid of it. I don't ever want to see it again. And that's for, like, the more, like, Zara items, like, the things that don't have, like, that good of resale value. This is wild. Oh, by the way, thread is not spelled correctly. It's T-H-R-E-D, you guys, for those of you who are stickers for selling. Yeah. Wait, this is so wild because it's, like, what you did but, like, on a much, much. larger, broader scale. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. So wow. it's wonderful. The online consignment store. And it's been really great with the move, too, of yeah. just the things that I just didn't even want to deal with. That's great. And obviously Poshmark is a wonderful service. When I had Closet Rich, I always had this vision of there being like an Instagram-esque platform that Mm -hmm. you could experience that like you would Instagram, but you were selling clothes. And Poshmark created that. And it's amazing. And it's like such a phenomenal community. Are you making money off that? Yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. I have like two bags of clothes in my trunk. Some of them are good. I would rather put them online and take the time to take photos than take them to, like, Buffalo Exchange and get shamed right. by people. But the, the thing is, is it is really time-consuming. So I find I have to carve out just some time. just to, like, it, post it? To post it, yeah. Because you have right. to be really detailed with it. And then right. there's a lot of back and forth with people have, who might have questions or they have an opportunity to offer you a different price and then you can counter-offer. So it, you have to okay. – and you can't really, like, leave it alone. You have to be active with it. Right. But it's just all in the app. Yeah. Okay, so that's doable. Yeah, so I love Poshmark so much. I, cool. I've It's fun because for so long I was like, I can't dip my toe back into anything that has to do with resale of anything. Yeah. And now I feel good again, so I can do it. You took enough time took off. took enough time off. Yeah. So. It's like when I go on stage now sometimes, I'm like, oh, this exactly. is fun. This exactly. is like sucking my soul out of my, my body. My shilling of used clothes is your stand-up comedy career. It literally is. <laughs> it's like the same. We're like, do I have to? Fuck. But yeah, fun. So, yeah, that's. What I have liked to use lately, but if anyone has any other suggestions, we'd love to hear them. I suggest putting it all in a bucket outside and lighting it on fire. That's great, too. Look, I it's a full it. moon. We want to burn it? Let's burn it. Amen. Just safely, guys. Be safe. Um, What a great show. I loved it. I'm love excited. Love July. Love oh, speaking of horoscopes, just as a shout out, I'm sure you guys are all on this because you, 
by the way, that was a total accident. I just accidentally scrolled to a headshot on my phone. You guys, really embarrassing. Um, but um, the I'm sure you guys are on this because you're just such an intelligent audience, more so than we probably. But Chani Nicholas's fucking Astro playlists are lit as fuck. So good. What a cool thing that she's doing. I look forward to them every major Astro event. And then the July ones just dropped, the Solar Eclipse July ones. On Spotify. Yes, on Spotify. So that's the uh, little Astro tip of the day, aside from everything Ambie said. <laughs> aside from everything we just talked yeah. about for the past hour. Perfect. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, um, thank you all for joining us today. We won't see you online for five days. See ya. And then I'm really interested. I want to hear what people spent their time doing. We're going to do a digital detox. Then we're going to go back on the internet and, and force we want you to engage. everybody <laughs> to engage with us and tell us what they learned. What they learned. So, from not engaging. Yeah. <laughs> How's that sound? We're actually – don't worry. We'll remind you of the social media detox on social media. Yeah, exactly. So, so <laughs> check your Instagram. <laughs> so we're stuck basically. I know. <laughs> this is a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> um, okay. Happy 4th of July. Happy my grandfather's birthday. Late grandfather. And also, we'll see you in Phoenix, July 25th. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is major. Guys, we're doing a live show in Phoenix. We have a dope guest. We're so stoked. Get your tickets. They're on, is it Lincoln Bio? Yes, it's a Lincoln Bio scenario. And we'll, we'll, po- we'll keep posting about that, but you can easily find it. The link is on our Instagram, so go there. We want to see you. We're so excited. We love Arizona. Can't wait. Okay, namaste, listen. Happy Fourth uh, of July. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. <laughs> Get your independence, girl. (laughs) Get it, girl. (laughs) Away from the internet. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.